Hello everyone, welcome to the Blue Dog Whisperer, I'm Evan Grohlman, and on today's episode I'm going to be talking to you about an issue that is very important to all wings of the Democratic Party, and that's health care. One of the things that Democrats may or may not like Obama for is the Affordable Care Act, which was very controversial at the time, uh, especially in the Republican Party, because it um, it it basically gave government more control of health care. They controlled the they basically controlled the what insurance companies could and could not charge you. Well, they basically said that you cannot charge more for a pre-existing condition. Uh, they also had the individual mandate, which the Republicans later got rid of in their tax plan. Uh, they the states could expand uh, Medicare or Medicaid, I think. And, you know, the Affordable Care Act has been a major success, in my opinion. And a lot of Democrats will agree with me. Of course, you have some progressives who think that we need to uh, just go with a single-payer system or a Medicare for All uh, system, which basically means that government is in complete control of the entire health care. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not in favor. I do not want to go to a single-payer system, uh, but I, I, I don't think it's necessarily the worst idea that progressives have proposed. But I think that what we should be doing is a public option. And I'm on board with Joe Biden and a lot of the blue dogs. I think a public option is what is needed for uh, health care to be accessed by everyone. One of the things that and, and the health care issue is so complicated because we have a lot of Republicans who uh, who think that the Affordable Care Act needs to be scrapped. That's why they put Amy Coney Barrett on the court. That's why they're trying to go uh, before the Supreme Court to uh, repeal the Affordable Care Act because they couldn't do it. Uh, thanks to John McCain, uh, who uh, who basically saved the entire bill for Affordable Care Act, as well as uh, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski and the entire Demo- Senate Democratic uh, Democratic senators, and it is this is a very divisive issue because progressives, some of them don't think that don't even like the Affordable Care Act because they view it as a giveaway to the insurance companies. Now, I'm not going to lie. And say that I and I that I completely disagree with them because there were a lot of concessions that were made to the insurance companies. Absolutely, I think that if you were a Democrat, you probably believe that healthcare is a human right, and blue dogs are no exception. To that we we support the Affordable Care Act. Many of us want to expand on that Affordable Care Act with a public option. Uh, one of the things that I fear with single payer, though, is number one, it's going to raise middle class taxes. Bernie Sanders said during the debate, taxes will go up, costs will go down. Well, here's the thing. To dismantle the entire bowl, the entire health care system in four to eight years, and given Bernie's age, it probably would have only been four if he had a chance of getting elected, which I never thought he did. <laughs> Maybe in the beginning I did, but I, after a little while, I was like, yeah, no, he's not getting elected. Um, but to dismantle the entire health care system in four to eight years, in my opinion, as Amy Klobuchar said, that's not a bold idea. That's a bad idea. I do not like the health insurance companies. I think that they take advantage, and I actually do believe that healthcare as a for-profit business is not really uh, something that I, I find to be moral. 
And I think that it really does not work for uh, the so-called consumers. I don't even like to think of healthcare as us being consumers, but unfortunately, health insurance has become a for-profit business, and it's going to stay a for-profit business whether we like it or not. There will truly be, never be an all-government-run uh, healthcare system in the United States. Now, I'm now I think that if costs went down and taxes went up. It wasn't necessarily a deal breaker for me in terms of uh, supporting uh, Bernie should he become the nominee, but it would be for a lot of people, and that's one of the reasons I'm thankful that Bernie Sanders is not the nominee. I am against, uh, but if I were a member of Congress, I would vote against a single-payer plan because I happen to believe that middle-class people should not be paying more in taxes. I think that a public option, Medicare for all who need it, because let's be honest, I I, I like Mayor Pete's uh I like his motto of Medicare for all who want it, but some people really need it. That's the thing. Uh, there are a lot of people good uh, who are employed by good companies, uh, union workers, government workers, who really like their, their health insurance plan, and they should be able to stay on it. I don't think that kicking people off of the private health insurance plan in, in exchange for a government-run system, which is going to have its flaws if it ever gets through, uh, you got to break the things in. And this is one of the reasons why progressives seem to uh, be impractical a lot of times because they want to just switch from private to public uh, like that. And th something like single payer, even if I disagree with it, if you were to implement it, it has to be phased in. You can't just you can't just uh, leave everyone, uh, switch everyone like that and expect for there not to be some chaos. Uh, so a public option would also compete with uh, the insurance companies and it would lower costs. Now, the Republicans are against it, the progressives are against it because they don't think it goes far enough, whereas the Republicans think it's too much government because, as we all know, the Republicans uh, care about whatever makes insurance companies the most amount of money. The, ins the insurance uh, companies have a powerful lobby. They really do. Now, I believe that if we were to start this country all over again, I mean, if we could go back in time to 1776, uh, I I I don't know exactly when health insurance companies got started, but I would have I would have put in there that I mean, of course I'm very naive because I'm coming at this from a 2020 perspective. There might have been a reason why the founding fathers didn't put healthcare in the constitution, but then again, medicine was so much different than it is today. I, I don't think that the founding fathers anticipated that these insurance companies would have gotten out of control. I don't, I don't even think, I just, I don't think that they anticipated it. It just wasn't really thought of. That's the thing. So I do not believe that government should have complete control of the healthcare industry. You're not going, you're not going to socialize the entire thing. But I will say for all you Republicans who say, why should I pay to, to take care of your, your health, your healthcare needs or your health problems? Hate to break it to you. Healthcare is already socialized in a lot of ways. Uh, healthcare is socialized because if someone gets sick, and this has happened constantly, uh, and they do not have health insurance, they go to the emergency room. And the emergency room, by law, is required to provide the minimal care, at least minimal care, uh, to sustain the life of the patient. And guess who was responsible for that law? I'll give you a hint. He was the president in the 1980s. He was a Republican, and he's a god to the GOP. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan signed that law uh, that said that emergency rooms cannot turn away patients for their ability or inability to pay. So Ronald Reagan must be a socialist now, too. But this is typical because both parties are going further away from the center, and they're going towards the extremes. And in the end, we the sensible center, we, we know that we have a lot—there's a lot of us here, but—, but 
sometimes uh, the PR oxygen, as I've previously stated, gets uh, sucked up and people think that we don't exist, and that's simply not true. There is a happy medium, and I believe that that happy medium starts with expanding the Affordable Care Act and uh, improving upon it, uh, I would say that 50% of the Affordable Care Act is really, is really, really good. Uh, I think 50% of it needs to either be repealed or or uh, or improved, but 50% of a of the ACA is is, is good. Um, and I appreciate the fact that not one Democrat during the Trump administration voted to uh, repeal the Affordable Care Act, and I appreciate the fact that some Republicans in the House and the Senate voted against repealing the Affordable Care Act as well because the Republican plans were not going to be uh, effective. They were going to be a lot worse. The Affordable Care Act has many, many flaws, and uh, the 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 you know the Republicans tried multiple times in 2017 to to basically repeal the Affordable Care Act, and there was one uh, that that was called the Affordable Health Care Act. And some Republicans voted against that act, but not for the reason you may think. Uh, some Republicans voted against that act because it was not evil enough. Uh, they felt that it left too much of the Affordable Care Act in place, and it was basically a Paul Ryan bill. And one of our representatives here in New Jersey, Tom MacArthur, who was voted out in 2018 in the midterms, as were a lot of Republicans, was one of the architects of that uh of the AHCA, which would have denied people coverage for pre-existing conditions, and it would have kicked 24 million people off of health insurance. And I'll be honest, Tom MacArthur, a lot of us in South Jersey did not see that one coming, because MacArthur seemed like a very moderate guy. He seemed like a, 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 a reasonable person. But this is what I always tell people. I always say, you know, you can vote for Republicans, and I've done it in the past, and I might do it again if I feel that they're the right person for the job, but you can't be surprised when Republicans start acting like members of the GOP. You simply can't be. And uh, t and we in New Jersey were really, really, really peeved with uh, with Tom MacArthur, even not those who aren't in his district, which I was never in his district. Um, but we were very, very um, we were we were floored with him. Uh, and it wasn't just Democrats, too. A lot of Republicans uh, were very upset with him as well. A lot of Republicans, uh, sensible Republicans realized that, you know, you, you can't be doing this to people. It's it's unfortunate. But this health care problem is not going to be solved rapidly and it's not going to be solved for a long time and i and you know i think that the fact that we're going to have a very decided a very divided senate regardless of how this georgia race turns out we can either get two new democrats uh two incumbent republicans or one democrat and one republican in georgia and it's still going to be pretty divided and i'm afraid that we may not have enough enough uh Democrats in the United States Senate to even uh, pass a public option. So what is plan B? I would have no idea. Maybe improving the Affordable Care Act, uh, trying to get the individual mandate back because that GOP tax plan was a huge mistake for, for many reasons, but one of the biggest reasons was the individual mandate. For those who don't know, the individual mandate basically required that people who, people who need to buy health insurance or pay a fine. Now, it was very, very unpopular, and it was a necessary evil in my opinion. But a lot of people wanted it gone, and the Republicans got it gone, got, it, uh, got, it, uh, got rid of it. And as a result, 8 million people are off the Affordable Care Act. Now, Republicans will say it's because they chose not to buy health insurance. And that's true, but they chose not to buy health insurance, and the individual mandate's purpose was to keep costs down because the more people you have investing in their own health care, the lower the costs are. So when 
8 million people dropped out of the marketplace, what happened was the prices started rising uh, by the uh, insurance companies who weren't making as much money. And this is where I will agree with progressives because I hate the insurance companies. I really do. Uh, the insurance company's number one goal is not to make you healthy, but what's in it for them. Uh, if you're in insurance, you want to make money off of people's illness and disease or whatever is going on with them. Uh, the fact that a person in an insurance company, an employee of an insurance company, can literally have my life in their hands, and I've never seen this person, I don't know anything about them, I don't know how good of a person they are, none of that. Um, that's that's a little frightening, you know, you, you, you we, in America we, we sort of have the illusion uh, at, from a young age until we deal with the insurance companies that our lives are in the hands of our doctors, and Ideally, that's the way it should be. It should just be between us and the doctors. Of course, doctors have to get paid, uh, but I understand the argument that progressives make when they say that they think that health care should be left to the government entirely. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I think that the problem right now is not too much government, it's too much insurance companies, it's too much lobbying, it's, it's too much of that. So I am in favor of a public option. I think many blue dogs are in favor of it as well. And I think that we need to expand the Affordable Care Act because we still do have a lot of people who are uninsured with the Affordable Care Act. That doesn't mean, though, that President Obama was wrong. A lot of progressives seem to think that if if a plan that a, 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 a president puts through improves things for a lot of people, but it doesn't improve for everyone, then that plan is worthless. But that's not what we do. The Affordable Care Act was progress, and we need to progress it some more. We need to fix the problems with it. We need to add a public option. We need to maybe allow uh, the government to negotiate prices, drug prices. I think that that would be a great start. So that's my thought on healthcare, and healthcare should be a big issue for a lot of people. And I hope that I've uh, pointed out that in in a, in a clear way how this is such a divisive issue, and how even though us Democrats want to expand healthcare, why we shouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen for a while even with a Democratic president. And it's not the fault of Joe Biden. Uh, it wouldn't be the fault of Joe Biden because he's put his forth his policy position and it's very clear. It's very, it's very credible. But we have an entire op opposition to deal with and we're going to have to deal with it. So uh, we, we can't be surprised if Joe Biden doesn't get something uh, through that, that is to our liking. But it is what it is. If you don't like it, you should have voted for Democrats for the Senate. That's all.